welcome to the All About Feeling Good podcast, where I talk to people from all over Canada and we learn about their journey into a plant-based lifestyle. Hello and welcome to another episode. My name is Richard Arsenault and I'll be your host for this podcast. Today I'm here with Brent Shashan. Welcome to the show. How's it going? It's going very well. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Uh, We'll start off by letting you introduce yourself. All right. So my name is Brent, Brent Chason. Um, I'm originally from uh, Bear River, Prince Edward Island, which is down east. Um, I'm a youth worker by day. I'm also a recording engineer since we're sitting in a studio right now, which nice. is kind of handy for your acoustics. Yeah. Um, I guess, uh, you know, I grew up like a lot of the people in PEI, lots of meat and potatoes, you know, uh, country boy at heart for sure. Um, never really thought, you know, I had five siblings and uh, never really thought a whole lot about eating growing up just because, you know, we were told I was clean, you know, finish your plates and, you know, you know, um, money was always scarce back then. So you ate when you got a chance and. If you didn't finish your plate and get seconds, then your sibling was going to get them, kind of thing. So I really never yeah. thought about, I really never thought a whole lot about food until, gosh, until probably after I met my wife in my early twenties, mm-hmm. and then, um, you know, I noticed that Milen, um, Milen, my wife is francophone, okay, yeah, and uh, heavily involved in francophone culture, mm-hmm. so food is very important. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, my wife is a fantastic chef. Um, I'm very spoiled that way. <laughs> nice. But, um, yeah, I'm 38. I have two little boys, uh, Louis Gabriel and Antoine. Nice. And, yeah. Cool. Um, let's get right into it. When did you adopt a plant-based lifestyle? Well, I think, I think it was, uh, let me think here. Um, early in 20, I want to say 2014 or 2015. One or the other, I went vegetarian first, mm-hmm. and I remember the exact moment when I went vegetarian because you know I was seeing all this stuff on social media about the cruelty to animals and how animals and how the meat industry works and how the you know I wasn't so much concerned. I, w- I was seeing stuff in the dairy industry. I mm-hmm. uh, wasn't really paying attention to that at that time, but I remember seeing uh, lots of stuff in the meat industry and thinking to myself, uh, like I don't want to be a part of that. I don't, yeah. I don't want to be a part of that anymore. Um, and I think with my day job as a youth worker, I advocate a lot for minority cultures. And I just take that attitude where I don't, I don't really put up with a lot of the stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In a nice way. Um, so I just decided, I remember it was one day it was here and we had chicken. And I took a bite of chicken. I said, you know what? That's it. Like, I'm done. And I just took my chicken and I, that was that, that was the last bite of meat I've ever had. Nice. Yeah. And I never went back to meat after that. Um, but shortly thereafter, so I, I, I started on the vegetarian diet and so I guess it was more of a pescatarian, right? I was still consuming fish once in a while, mm-hmm. but I found with fish, like after a while, my stomach's, my stomach started to get upset mm-hmm. and I just felt like I was still, still not feeling the best because I was still consuming dairy, right? Cheese and milk and stuff like that. Eggs was another one I was still kind of consuming. And, you know, inflammation was a problem. Um, uh, like headaches, 
what else, like stomach problems, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's when I started to get in looking at the dairy industry. And once I started looking at the dairy industry, I'm like, holy freak, yeah. <laughs> this is like the crude, like it's all, it's all horrible. It's yeah. all horrible. So, um, about a year after I went vegetarian is when I transitioned into a vegan diet. Okay. Um, and what I did is I was, I was easy on myself. A lot of people, when I find when some people uh, convert, it's just like bang, right? And then they have difficulty for months following. Mm-hmm. I went slowly into it. So I would cut out, first thing I cut out was cheese. And and um, I noticed a huge difference right off the bat. And I cut out milk, noticed a huge difference. Butter was gone shortly after. And we were able to substitute all of that stuff with like, um, I'm trying to remember the name of the butter that we use. It's a... Earth Balance? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, we went with almond milk. We started drinking yeah. almond milk, which is great. It's good for vegans because oh, yeah. B12 in it, right? For sure. Um, but after, you know, after a few months, it was it was relatively easy. Now, mm-hmm. chocolate, that's a, to this day, it's still a hard thing. So I always <laughs> try to be easy on myself. I don't consume nearly as much chocolate as I used to. Yeah. But it's hard. But, I mean, I don't ever... If someone's trying to transition, I don't ever judge because it's a very difficult thing to do, especially if you've been eating this way for 35 years, in my case. Yeah, for sure. Um, And, you know, my wife is pretty well there to a vegan uh, Mm -hmm. diet. And we talked lots about, you know, what do people actually meet or uh, miss from eating meat or missing from eating dairy? And through lots of discussions, we came down to it's just texture. Yeah. Uh, that's what we think. We yeah. think it's just like sinking your teeth into a piece of meat. It's just the texture that, that you're missing. Mm-hmm. But now like with products like uh, A&W's Beyond Meat Burger, oh, yeah. which sure. is like crazy good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like I want to take a meatitarian and I want to take a vegan, blindfold them and be like, or sorry, just blindfold a meatitarian and be like, you know, which one is which? Yeah. Because... They still might be able to pick out a real burger, but yeah. it's awfully close. Yeah, for sure. Awfully close. Um, nice. So that's basically how I started. And at present, um, I'm actually trying to transition into more of a fruit-based diet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm trying, and I just started this week, actually. Yeah, cool. Uh, because I've been reading a lot of the great effects of just eating raw fruit. And Definitely. My, my younger brother is actually someone you should talk to. Oh, yeah. just came on my brother, Mitchell. Nice. Yeah. I'd love to. So, um, so I'm trying to substitute my breakfast and my lunch with fruit, mm-hmm. and then have kind of my vegan starch based whatever when I get home. So I'm not starving, and then and then integrate some, um, um, well, what's it called? Intermittent fasting. Okay, yeah, yeah, for from, sure. From supper right through to the very next morning, so yeah. no snacking, no nothing. Totally. Anyways, that's where I'm at. Nice, <laughs> nice. Yeah, I hear a lot about those things, and I hear a lot of good things about it yeah. too. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, what would you say made you go plant based, and were there any doubts? Um, well, like I said earlier, um, I think seeing a lot of stuff on social media. Uh, seeing the treatment of some animals mm-hmm. and you know because of the community I work in it's heavily based in traditional ways of mm-hmm. hunting gathering right yeah so I think we talked about this before like yeah. I'm not I don't want to put anybody down in their culture for hunting and gathering because mm-hmm. I think as humans we've always done that yeah but I think I was in the position that I could do it so 
my kind of take in a take on it is you know a little bit of Gandhi I think if you know be the change you want to see in the world yeah I think at first when I when I transitioned to vegan I was trying to bring everybody into my reality right? yeah and but I've soon discovered and I should have knew I should have known this earlier from being a youth worker but changing someone's belief systems is probably the hardest thing in the world mm-hmm let alone changing your own beliefs, that takes a while because I find, like, you know, that uh, contemplation yeah. stage is really long. But changing someone else's beliefs is a really, really hard thing to do. So I think I I went through similar things whenever I got my car. Mm-hmm. A lot of backlash. <laughs> like, a lot of backlash because I'm an electric car owner. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, you know, when I first went vegan, people were like, "What are you? What are you? Are you weird? Are you like, what are you doing?" and stuff like that. But so, I mean, I can deal with that. That's no problem. I can yeah. deal with that. But I think, you know, I, I think back to another video, and I'm sure every vegan in the entire world has saw this video of that 95 <laughs> year old open heart surgeon. Oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen it. I remember watching him. I'm like, "Geez, if that guy can do it, I can do it." Yeah. You know. <laughs> so he was really the inspiration for me to nice. finally like. Yes, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's there was lots of backlash from some family members, some friends. Of course, you know, always like that. Out going out to eat. What are you doing? Just have a burger and blah blah blah. I'm just like, no. I mean, there's lots of heart disease on my father's side of the family, mm-hmm. on the Chasson side, and red or red meat really contributes that. Like it, it brings your risks way up. Yeah. If you were a meat eater. And now that I have two little boys, I'm like, no, I don't want to gamble on that. Like, I wanna, I wanna start this now. I'm starting at 35 years into my life, yeah. but you know, better now than oh ever. yeah, exactly. So I think my boys were a big, um, a big factor in that decision too. Mm-hmm. So if I can kind of reduce my risks of having a heart disease, yeah, cardiovascular disease too, you know, then yeah, what for the hell? sure, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that, I mean, yeah, that's about it. Awesome. <laughs> Would you say you went uh, plant-based for health, environment, or ethical reasons off the bat? I, th- um, hmm. I think at the start, like when I went to vegetarian, I think it was ethical reasons. Yeah, it was definitely ethical reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a, a good friend of mine who was vegan at the time. I wasn't quite there yet, mm-hmm. but um, I work with her. Excuse me. Um, she just said something one day that just like rang true. She's like... A vegan is a true environmentalist, right? Yeah. So I was heavily, I was heavy into environmentalism, and mm-hmm. you know I still am. Uh, but it's true, it's it's a hard truth, and a lot, yeah. of, a lot, you know, it's just like I was laughing at your video the other day, oh, you know. Yeah. And I, I I picked on one of my brothers once. He's still a meat eater. One of my <laughs> older brothers, and he has a dog. And we get in, we we oh, got yeah. into a heated discussion one day, and For sure. I just said. It's like this, like you own a dog and you love your dog, but you would eat a cow. You know, why wouldn't you just eat your dog? Yeah. He's like, what are you talking about? Right? But that's hitting on people's belief systems. Yeah. And I've since learned that's that's a difficult road to take. Mm-hmm. Some people take it and I admire that. Yeah, I know for sure. But I I would rather be, I would rather make those changes. And, um, ah, you know, there's. I'm just thinking back to another quote. Those with, those with the eyes to see and those with the ears to hear will they'll respond yeah basically so if you're making all these great changes and people notice from a distance who might be in that contemplating stage they mm-hmm. may be like geez brent's doing this yeah you know 
Richard's doing it. I think I could do that. I'm going to go ask him a question about it. Yeah. So they come to you and they'll ask you. And I had lots of people. I just met someone, uh, one of my Facebook friends in the in the superstore this afternoon. Oh, really? And she said, you're vegan, right? I'm like, yeah, yeah. And she said, oh. And she started rhyming off all the stuff that was wrong, like uh, illnesses and stuff. Mm-hmm. And we just had a 10-minute discussion about a, a raw vegan diet. Mm-hmm. So basically said, you know what, if you went raw, raw diet, uh, exercise, and meditated for the next three weeks, I'd... Most of the stuff will be gone. Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. So I don't even know what the question was, Richard, but this is just... Oh, no. It's <laughs> yeah, you got it covered. Okay. Good. <laughs> um, I guess we've kind of covered that, but um, what was your food style like before? Just Food style? Well, like I know. said, up until I was about 21, 22, is basically a lot of whatever. You know, mm-hmm. I really didn't care about my diet because yeah. I was still younger, great shape, everything. Yeah. But then when I met my wife, uh, Milan is a fantastic eater, mm-hmm. fantastic chef, like fantastic cook. Um, really, her her family all care about food a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Whereas in my case, growing up, it was more so: do we have enough to eat? Yeah. Right? So my mom sure. would cook in bulk for six kids, right? And craziness. Can't believe <laughs> can't believe someone has six kids. But yeah. anyway. <laughs> uh, but that's when I started eating a lot better. Mm-hmm, for yeah, sure. A lot more vegetables, more of this, and then we progressed into, well, I progressed from there to vegetarian and then vegan. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Awesome. How did you feel after going plant-based? Were you affected physically or mentally after making that change, including any struggles? Or? Oh, that's a great question. I forgot to touch on this earlier. <laughs> uh, the funny thing was is that whenever I went vegan, um, maybe about three weeks after I started, uh, like I would wake up in the morning completely exhausted, like, like I didn't even sleep nine hours and I could not figure it out. And so what was happening, I'd sleep all night long, but I would wake up exhausted. I'd have breakfast mm-hmm. and I would immediately go back to lie down on the couch and, and then sleep for another 45 minutes and then go to work. And this was going on for months, hmm. months and months, like probably two or three months. Anyways, one day I'm like, I should go to the doctor, whatever, you know. So I went to the doctor. I have a great, amazing family doctor. Mm -hmm. She's amazing. And so she took blood work or whatever. And she said, you know, I'll call you back in a few days when the blood work comes back. And I said, great. So that was on like a Thursday or a Friday. So I go to Surrey, um, where all my family lives. And like I said, my younger brother, Mitchell, uh, he's into lots of natural everything. Nice. Yeah, everything, everything, everything. And this was around the time that him and a few of my brothers were harvesting shaga, shaga mushroom. Oh, okay. Yeah, so shaga, for people who may not know, shaga mushroom is, uh, it's a mushroom that grows on uh, white birch and yellow birch trees. And I've heard that it's kind of a, it's the the tree produces this mushroom um, as a defense mechanism. Um, because I think it's moths or something try to lay eggs in the tree when okay, there's cracks yeah. or crevices. Yeah, for sure. So then the tree just grows a mushroom around it, right? Uh, and it just doesn't allow that. So the the mushroom contains everything that's good in a tree, right? Everything from the earth, it comes up, and it's all on this mushroom. Nice. So what you do is, without harming the tree, you can harvest that off. You can just chip it off. Mm-hmm. Um, you can put it in a, in a pot of... Um, um, simmered water or whatever. It's mm-hmm. not boiling. You don't want to boil it. 
And you just let it simmer for, you know, 10, 15 minutes until the water gets dark, and then you drink it as a tea. It's got a nice woodsy vanilla flavor. Nice. Anyways, it's considered a superfood in the world. So yeah. it's loaded with magnesium, zinc, B vitamins, um, cancer-fighting properties. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. Oh, and it has 10,000 times the antioxidants that blueberries have. Holy jeez. Yeah, it's loaded. And um, and the best part of all, it's um, it keeps you alkaline, which is great for preventing cancer and other diseases. Mm-hmm. So anyways, so I go to Surrey that weekend, and my brothers are all making this tea. I'm like, you know, what the hell is this? <laughs> and they're like, it's shaga tea, and da, da, da. I'm like, cool. So I, I drank it, and it's delicious. Like, it's delicious tea. And I you can't try believe that it. stuff. Oh, it's amazing. You can get it at the farmer's market in Summerside. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Anyways, um, so I brought some home, and this was still happening where I was getting tired. So on the Sunday when I get home, I made it. I made a cup, whatever, made a pot. And then I got up the next day, and I made a pot. And I had I had several more glasses, because you can drink this stuff all day long if you mm-hmm. want. Um, and then, so I continued on the Tuesday. And then my doctor called, and she's like, I'd like to see you Thursday. I'm like, okay. So by Wednesday, those symptoms of tiredness were completely gone. Hmm. It was gone, and it has never come back. I have no idea what it was. I think that there might have been something I was lacking in my vegan diet yeah. that the shaga mushroom uh, had, whatever yeah. it was. I have no idea what it was. But so I go in Thursday to see my family doctor. She's like, so I got your test results back. I'm like, you know what? It's fine because I cured myself. <laughs> <laughs> and she's, she had the same reaction. Yeah. She started laughing. She's like, really? How'd you do it? And that's why I love my family doctor. She's yeah. very open. It's like, well, I got this shaga mushroom and I made tea and blah, 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 blah. She's like, cool. And she's writing it all down, probably for future reference, like this guy's notes. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> but anyways, she's like, well, I called you in because she's like, I didn't find anything lacking in your blood work. So I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> Mother nature wins again, you know? Yeah. So that was, uh, that was probably three and a half years ago and I still drink shaga tea every single day. Nice. Yeah. Every night before I go to bed, I have a, I have a cup of shaga tea. My wife does as well, too. I gotta, I definitely oh, gotta incorporate that. It's <laughs> I'm convinced. It's cat's ass. <laughs> I've heard about it. I was curious. I just never really it's looked really into it. It's really good tea. It's like a woodsy vanilla flavor, and For it's sure. just delicious. Yeah, I wouldn't. I just drink it black. Like, well, yeah. we should anyway. But I know a lot of cat, uh, cancer patients that drink it mm-hmm. constantly because it just fights cancer, right? Nice. It, it keeps you in that uh, alkaline state. Yeah. So that you know, once you turn acidic inside, that's when diseases start to grow. Mm, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Get on it. <laughs> oh, I will. <laughs> How did it affect people around you, like your friends and family? Uh, yeah, so we touched on that earlier. Yeah. Um, just got called, well, not called, but just like, what are you doing kind of thing. And But I'm lucky with Milan's family. Like, her mom is just the most accommodating person in the world. So she's always leafing through recipe books, recipe books for vegan meals, and it's like, Oh my God, the food is so much better. Like, yeah. <laughs> vegan uh, lasagna, vegan um, pâté chinois. Yeah. It's just uh, shepherd's pie for the English speakers yeah. in their podcast. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it's just amazingly good tasting food. For sure. It's so much better than, oh, I yeah. don't know. Um, so I'm lucky in that sense. My mom actually has started getting a whole bunch of more vegetables and fruits at her house and cooking less meat and mm-hmm. stuff like that because my, I'm pretty sure Mitchell is pretty well vegan now. 
Okay. But he's actually he's he was transitioning to a fruititarian there. Uh, I'm not sure if he's still doing. Okay. But he has lots of interesting tips about the 40 day grape fast. Oh and yeah. Things like that. I've definitely been having a lot of grapes. I've been juicing grapes quite a bit too yeah. lately. And he and I and I should get more clarification before I say this, but he and I were just talking last weekend about because um, I said to him I'd like to switch to a fruit based diet mm-hmm. for the most part. I said, but I'm scared because last year when I was juicing fruits and vegetables, I was getting severe headaches. Oh, okay. Right? And this was just after a couple of days of juicing. So um, he said, I said, you know, I mentioned that to a few people and they said it was basically all that sugar intake and you're getting a headache. Mitchell's just like, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. He's like, basically it's your body. It's the symptoms of illnesses in your body yeah. coming to the surface in totally. the form of a headache. He's like, it'll probably just last a couple of days and be gone. Yeah. So he compared it to people who might get a rash on their arm or whatever, right? That's the body trying to expel something toxic. For or sure. something acidic out of the body. Mm-hmm. And when it hits the skin, it just rashes up, right? Uh, and my brother just said, you know, they'll go to the doctor. They'll get like the steroid topical cream. Yeah. And all that does is it pushes that illness back into the body. Totally. So... You know, the old saying that food is medicine, it's it's so the truth. It's so oh, the yeah. truth. So, I mean, sure. my brother's going through all that stuff right now and figuring out all that stuff. So, it's a, it's a really cool journey. I don't think I'll ever be an expert yeah. in eating. So, he's vegan too, your brother? I think he's pretty well vegan, yeah. yeah. More fruit-based, actually. Yeah, for sure. But, yeah, like vegan fruit dyes. Yeah. Awesome. I'll definitely and, I mean, and, and it's cool because he was talking about when we cook vegetables, and I never knew this, but... He said, when you cook up vegetables, mm-hmm. we're, we're essentially killing 80% of that vegetable. Yeah. So we're basically eating dead food. Yeah. It's the same as eating dead flesh or other things that we would cook, right? Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, that's something else I've been contemplating the last few weeks. Like, do mm-hmm. I want to eat food that's 80% dead or do I want to try and incorporate nice, healthy, vibrant food like fruits? For sure. Because I think at the end of the day, if we put down a bowl of fruit in front of someone and we put down a bowl of um, vegetables, we're probably more apt to go to the fruit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So anyway, that's just my take on it. Oh, I know for sure. I yeah. I hear a lot. I know quite a few people that I've become friends with yeah. that are exactly what you're saying. They're yeah. mostly fruit based or just just fruits, and they say the same thing about cooking foods and stuff. It's dead food. You're killing all those live enzymes and everything yeah. that are yeah. in there. Like I know some vegetables you might be able to you know absorb a little bit more nutrients or like the vitamin a and carrots if they're cooked yeah. or whatever but you're still killing off other important things you know at the same time so yeah and i mean it's just uh i think at the end of the day along oh that's the other thing um so along with the texture point that i was making mm-hmm. the texture of eating meat or whatever uh i think it's just adjusting your taste buds that's the biggest part yeah for sure if you're used to eating um, I don't know, a bunch of meat or or just shitty food. Yeah. Your taste buds are used to that. So when you eat a raw-based uh, meal or raw fruit or raw vegetables, mm-hmm. your taste buds are basically like, like what the what the hell? There's no salt in it. Everything yeah. people eat has what so much salt in it. What are you doing putting this into me? You know? Yeah. But, but I think over time, once you adjust your taste buds, mm-hmm. you'll be fine. Oh, yeah. Because the things that I found not very tasty before i can't wait to sink my teeth into them uh, exactly you know? the same yeah. way yeah totally so that's another point that's another point the cool thing about fruit too is like once it gets ingested in the body it turns alkaline mm-hmm. which is great like exactly. that's what your body needs that's what you need to fight disease yeah you know? for sure 
food is medicine. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> what would you say keeps you on this lifestyle? Um, well, I think my boys are a big motivator, right? Mm -hmm. Because I had my grandfather died when he was 76. Uh, my father's still alive, but and but I just think about because it's been heart attack, heart attack, heart attack, heart attack, right? Uh, I had uncles that passed away from heart attacks. I just don't want to be that statistic. Yeah. I don't, I want to try and stick around. I just think of that 95 year old vegans or open heart surgeon. I'm like, man, that guy's killing us. Oh yeah. He is. <laughs> I want to be a 95 year old audio engineer. Yeah. yeah there you go. I, <laughs> but, I'm sure uh, you will be. <laughs> um, I just think like, it's just the motivation that I don't want to be a part of that industry. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, it's the same thing with gasoline for me. Right. It's just one day, four years ago, four or five years ago, I'm like, I don't want to be part of that anymore. And I think where a lot of people um, fall short in that dream is that they can't, they don't have the patience mm -hmm. to stick with it. Yeah. They don't have, they don't have the um, way, they don't have a way to defend their point of view. Um, like I said before, I don't judge anybody for what they eat or whatever, but um, if I'm out doing my vegan lifestyle and driving electric cars and people come to me and ask questions, mm -hmm. then, then we're winning, right? Yeah. I think it's still important, like the things that you're doing, I think it's very, very important, mm -hmm. right? Um, I just, I... I oh yeah, know. different style, whatever suits you, yeah. we change sometimes, we start with yeah. something and then we're like, two years down the road, you're like, maybe that wasn't the best approach. Exactly, it's just a learning, way it's I'm a learning experience, 100%, yeah. and you know, um, I'm trying to think what else keeps me on that path. Just to know that I, I often drive by a cow field oh, yeah, with my car yeah, and just stop. I actually stopped uh, when I was on my way to pick up a young person last summer and there's a whole field of cows and I just get out of the car, walked up to the fence and they all walked over and I just told them straight up, I'm like, I don't eat you guys. I really, nice. and the, it's just like they just, their demeanor changes. You're right? lucky they walked up to you because most of them are scared, Yeah, which kind of sucks, right? No, because and I you think, know that they're friendly. Yeah, well, here's the thing. I think animals have that a way better sense of um, mm -hmm. energy than we do. As humans. Yeah. Like, do, uh, you know, like how do geese know how to fly south in the winter? And, yeah. you know, how do birds know that there's a storm coming? And how do dogs sense things? You know, I just totally. think they're on a different level than us. Yeah. and Or maybe we're on the same level and we just haven't... We've lost Realized it. it. Yeah, or maybe. We've lost it or haven't quite found it. But I think if, like, me approaching those cows and them walking up to they must have sensed, like, he's not going to harm us. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. For sure. And I I was at a function the other day, and, um, you know, there was ham out on the table. And someone remarked, it was an older generation, and someone remarked, oh, my God, that's beautiful ham. And I just went, oh, for fuck's sakes. <laughs> yeah. Like, she was, like, 75. I'm like, you know what? Yeah. Whatever. I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> not going to say anything. I don't know. I literally don't know how you can call cooked ham beautiful. I know. I don't know how that is possible. It's the perspective that we have after, you know. Especially when a pig is more intelligent than a dog. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Anyway, that I that's just all the stuff. That but I like bacon. <laughs> it's like I like the taste of bacon. It's like literally when someone says so to, when someone well. says that to me, I want to say like I'm trying to save you, but <laughs> if you want to have a heart attack and go early, that's your prerogative. That's your that's your yeah. gig. Go for it. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, well, driving an EV too, it's just you get a lot of backlash too. It I guess the, it's transitioning to a vegan. 
set me up for that process oh, yeah. going to EV because for sure. you're already used to people making ridiculous comments. But it, it's it's just funny though. Like it's it's hard to like understand how somebody can give you backlash about you know something that's clearly everybody knows is helping the environment. Yeah, we all know what the issues are and what the pollution and all that. Yeah. But then you get a car that's helping that. And people are like, oh, what are you doing? You know, it's like, it doesn't make sense. I don't care. It's just like... You would you, agree with it, but then you give somebody shit for it. I just tell people, I'm like, listen, if you want to go spend all that money on gas, that's fine. But I've done the research and owning this car is cheaper over a five or six year uh, lifespan than mm-hmm. bra- buying a brand new Honda Civic and putting gas in it every day. Yeah. So it's like, do you want to drive a fun car or do you want to drive a gas car? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally. Totally. <laughs> No, it's funny because I've thought about the, you know, electric car thing for a while now. Just, I think just at the start of this year, it kind of came to mind. I was like, whenever I move back home and stuff and I don't yeah. need this truck anymore because I definitely yeah. needed it for what I was yeah, doing yeah. out west. I'm like, I don't want to drive a car. Like, I'll get a smaller car that's cheaper on gas at least, yeah. but I was, my mind is just like, if I can, if I get the yeah. money or something, at one point I do want to go electric because yeah. it's, it's well, just... Well, and I think, I think, uh, I don't think lithium ion is the answer. Yeah. I think, but we're transitioning to something else. For sure. Is, it was just amazing. Yeah. yeah. You got to start somewhere. Yeah. Right? And it, the electric car market is going to get a whole lot more interesting here in another six months or a year. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I just read an article. On, I know we're getting off topic. but Oh, no. It's all good. But I think this is, I think a lot of vegans are definitely uh, um, um, environmentalists. Yeah. Right. And uh, so, like, Honda is coming out with the Honda Fit in 2020 uh, a range of 300 kilometers for under 20 grand mm-hmm. like that is going like oh, the whole thing is going to explode i almost got into an argument with a friend of mine <laughs> the other day because i'm like i'm telling you man like it by 2025 no one's going to be making gas cars anymore yeah. nobody mark my words like nobody's gonna be making gas cars he's like you're foolish i'm like okay we'll just see i said i would bet my house on it almost <laughs> like i'm that certain yeah that in seven years there's gonna be a lot of companies not making gas cars anymore nice yeah yeah, that's fucking awesome. It is fucking awesome. <laughs> All right. Um, what are your favorite meals and snacks? Oh, I think I just mentioned some. Like, yeah. I love a vegan shepherd's pie. Oh yeah, and I love the vegan lasagna. And those recipes are in the Osha Goes books. Mm-hmm. And we dig some of the recipes out of the uh, Thug Kitchen books. Nice. That's well, just reading Thug Kitchen is fun. Anyway. Oh, yeah. You know, you get home from work and you're fucking tired. And, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's just fun to read, man. Like, there's a... I can't remember the name of the recipe, but it has, like, some Japanese kind of style noodles with some spice in it. Okay. It's just delicious. Like, nice. So those are some of my favorites. Um, you know, snacks. Mostly fruit. Yeah. Mostly fruit. Um, you got to have a junk food snack somewhere. Come on. <laughs> I do. And that's where I'm, that's where my downfall is. Yeah. Oh, but I mean, if here. I really, if I'm somewhere and I really have that sugar, like, oh, I need something, trail mix is good for me. Yeah. Because it's got a bit of, you know, the peanut, uh, a little bit of salt in it, a mm-hmm. bit of, bit of uh, sugar from the fruit. So that usually sets me back. Plus it's loaded down with protein. So mm-hmm. it'll kind of carry you over a little bit. Totally. Yeah. For sure. But that damn chocolate. Oh yeah, I is, know. I can't believe I've been without chocolate for a while. I just noticed that now yeah. that you're saying it, but I don't know. It's, yeah. It's a tricky one. Because, <laughs> I don't want to get into it again. <laughs> well, to be honest, you know, when I first started dating my wife, a big uh, a big uh, tradition in their family was to do the um, 
Oh, what's it called? Um, where you dip the meat and you cook it. Oh, fondue. Fondue. Yeah. Couldn't think of the word. So that was a big tradition when we first started eating. You know, get together New Year's Eve and have fondue. So anyway, since I went vegan and we started all transitioning, it became chocolate fondue, right? (laughs) Because my father-in-law still loves to do fondue. And then we discovered this um, chocolat favori in Quebec. Oh, yeah. (laughs) They need to come out with a... Chocolat favori, you need to come out with a vegan chocolate somehow. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I just try not... And for anybody listening, like, just try not to be hard on yourself, you know? Yeah. Any change is a good change. Yeah. To start, I mean, I love going on those vegan websites where you can calculate how much you've saved yeah, in water, totally. in in rainforest, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then I did the equivalent on an EV site, so I'm like, wow. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah there's uh, there's definitely some vegan chocolate. It's just, you know, harder to find. It is harder to find, <laughs> You yeah. just got to look for it. But, yeah. But, um, yeah, so what tips and tricks would you have for people interested in trying to plant-based lifestyle? Um, well, like I said, something that worked for me was starting with, uh, as a vegetarian, like mm-hmm. just cutting out meat to start. Um, and you know, try that. I, it took me a year, almost a year to the day. Mm-hmm. So I did it for a year, which was, uh, you know, it's a long time. And like I said, people, you know, there's not too many people in the world that are patient anymore, let alone patient with themselves. So be patient, you know, just, just do it. Rely on people like this podcast, you know, keep going back to this podcast. Yeah. Um, be, I can't emphasize how much just to be patient and just start in little steps, start increments. Like I just started weaning off coffee about a month ago. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't think I'll ever get off coffee, but I was up to three cups a day and I've found that I was getting, uh, I think I was suffering from a lot of adrenal fatigue, Mm -hmm. like where your adrenal gland is just like, can't do it anymore. Yeah. So I started, I'm like, how am I going to do this? You just sit down, you contemplate, you, you know, you come up with a plan. So my plan for the coffee was, um, maybe tomorrow when I wake up, I'll do one coffee in the morning. I'll do a cup at lunch and I'll do green tea at supper. Mm -hmm. Right. Do that for three days because your body's not going to notice this if you do it in small increments. Yeah. The next, a uh, couple days later, it was a coffee in the morning, half a cup at lunch, uh, green tea again. And then it became one cup, green tea, green tea. And now I'm down to one cup in the morning and then lemon tea. Okay. You know, so it is possible. And oh, I yeah. didn't suffer any side effects. Yeah, for sure. No headaches, no nothing. And I feel so much better. Yeah. So, I mean, small increments, do small little changes. Don't, I, I know some people can do it oh, yeah. and go straight into a vegan diet, mm-hmm. but it's going to be a, a good old shocked to the system yeah. if you do that so just start I think start small yeah. and, and build up totally yeah. I agree yeah for the final question do you see a plant based world in the future and how do you think we can make that happen um I think it's just like anything else it's going to take time I don't think we'll ever I don't think we'll ever get rid of the person who loves burgers I, yeah. I you know I got to be real with that um might not be fully vegan world but it'll be it'll majority be, yes vegan. it'll be a majority vegan um because i mean as long as we have people in governments that just keep denying climate change and keep denying this and denying that right just read an article how the baby boomers were the worst thing that ever happened to the earth mm-hmm. <laughs> and, yeah. and they did cause a lot of destruction i know they lot they'd like to 
base a lot of the blame on millennials. But when you look back at what happened from the late 60s until all the baby boomers get into governments now and are still in government and still the ones denying climate change. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, but at the same time, I'm not one to blame things on governments. Yeah. It's if you want to change the world, then you change yourself. Yeah, exactly. And other people are going to see that and they're going to come to you. And it's mm -hmm. kind of like, a, a, it's, I see it as a grassroots. Yeah. It's still kind of grassroots, but, um, for sure. but it's becoming more mainstream. You know, you see more vegan restaurants popping up and, yeah. uh, and it's great if you are like I go to a lot of conferences for my work, and usually the on the dietary restriction thing I put vegan, yeah, which is great because you get served nice fresh food nice. while everybody else is in these big lineups to get their food. Usually, a waiter comes out and's like, "Oh, are you vegan?" Uh, yes, I am. <laughs> Here's your plate, nice big freshly made plate. And if you're an electric vehicle owner, you get to park closest to the building by the plug-in. Oh, yeah. It's a win-win, man. I'm telling you. You get it's special treatment. Nice. <laughs> nice. There you go. There That's you go, the folks. There you go. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, uh, that's it for this episode. Cool. Thank you very much for taking part of the podcast. And, uh, no problem. Have yourself an awesome day. Cool. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. I truly appreciate it. If you guys want to donate, there's a Patreon link down below in the description box. If you don't mind, please leave a comment as it helps us grow and spread the message. Hope you like this one and tune in for next week's episode and have a great day.